Thanks so much for downloading the podcast. If you would like to support the pod financially, we're on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash haveawordpod. If you sign up, you can get potential discounts on merch, future live shows, post-rona. But the big one is you'll get the Wednesday full episode, which is exclusive on Patreon. So Monday, that's for everybody. Friday, that's for every motherfucker as well. But Wednesday is just for patrons. Sign up at patreon.com slash haveawordpod. Appreciate you. What is happening, kids? Today's sponsor, as always, is Beer52. Now, if you don't know who these are yet, where have you been? They are the UK's most popular craft beer discovery club, and they've teamed up with us to give our listeners a free case of beer. That's eight free beers, an award-winning beer magazine, and a tasty snack. Did I mention it's for free? You pay fuck all, apart from the £5.95 postage, which is nothing. You'll then become a member of their craft beer discovery club, and they will send you a different theme every month. Previous themes have included the beers of Germany, the beers of California, Belgium, Korea, New Zealand, South Africa and many many more you'll find beers and ales you would never have found on your own also you can pause or cancel your membership to beer 52 at any time but for now just go and get your free case of beers okay go to beer52.com slash word that's b-e-e-r 52.com slash w-o-r-d and you'll get a free case of beer and every time one of you signs up they send us a bit of money you're supporting us you're getting yourself some free ale everyone's a winner now let's get back to the pod now I'm getting the word nuts. Oh, oh Jesus. Billy Muscle again. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. Oh, you think darkness is your ally? Who the fuck is that guy? Have you never seen me before? Don't chat to me. I can see fumes coming off your pump pump look like petrol station. Disgusting. Follow us on social media at HaveAWardPod. And don't forget to watch our very funny podcast videos on YouTube. You can subscribe at youtube.com forward slash HaveAWardPod. They go by Alan and Dave, Aaron and Dean, Grandad and the Yeti, or even Chanel and Denise. But what's for sure is they are the funniest leads in the podcast game. Don't be a Tory. Down your tabo shandy and tell a friend. This is Havaward. Start. Start. Hi. Yeah. Just feels weird talking in here, doesn't it? That's what I was. I was like, it feels like we're feels like we've broken into the school <laughs> on the summer holidays and gone. Look, well, let's record a podcast. Fuck them. Fuck the teachers. Do you know? Before we found this place, I actually thought about contacting my old school to be like, are there any rooms that don't really need to be used by you <laughs> that we can just have as a podcast studio? How long would you last? Before someone shouted nonce at full volume. <laughs> In that, um, Adam, I know you're a former pupil, oh. but we just don't feel it's comfortable. Also, that bald guy that keeps coming in, just don't trust him around the kids. <laughs> been it's checked. the glasses, the beard. It's just a weird combination. We Googled his comedy, and it's one of the first things is about him being a paedophile, Danish paedophile. Is he Danish? Is he? <laughs> Why would you bring him to the school? So, um, for the first time ever... Not soundproofed, a bit echoey, set up like we are fucking podcast refugees. <laughs> we are in the Have a Word studios. I've been up since 5.30. I've been up since... Ugh, it's worse. Like, you've been up since half five. 
and yeah. I've been up since nine. But it's, it is worse for me because that's more earlier for me than I normally am than it is for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, like I'm the one suffering here. Not uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's uh, genuine. Like <laughs> everyone's gonna be like, yeah, d- fucking no way, Dan's having that. I totally you know what you mean. <laughs> I'm usually up at seven, seven thirty, five thirty. Is it like two, half four, something like that? <laughs> I I got up this morning. and I was like, right, I just I'll just tell Adam what I'm doing. I was in fucking B and M home stores at, at like God knows what time, like ten past eight. And I thought I'm just going to tell Adam what I'm doing, just fill him in on what I've done. And then I saw that you, like, I was like, it was early. I was like, he's not going to be up for a while. And then WhatsApp, I really love that on WhatsApp when you say, last scene. That's, yeah. a, that's a real giveaway as to what's going on. And it was like 10 past two. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. It's going to be a long day. Were you, like, buzzing? I was like, really, like, woke up like. <laughs> I was excited and also anxious. And oh, I'm yawning on the pod, Dan. Naughty Adam. Um, <laughs> Camp Adam. <laughs> Northy Camp Adam. Yeah, we watched uh, an episode of The Good Wife and then I just had the telly on and I was just playing. The dog at the minute is... Be- my dog's bipolar. Like, my dog is fucking crazy. And during the day at the minute, she's just going into a little Harry Potter bedroom under the stairs and she doesn't want anything to do with me, anything to do with Jade for hours and hours and hours on end. And then at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning, she comes upstairs, she's like... <laughs> Can I have the loudest, squeakiest toy? Can we play with that now? Oh, fucking hell. So, but I also don't want to not play with her because I want to give her the attention that she should have got in the day. So I was up till about half three, four, to be honest with you. Wow. And then up at nine. Yeah. <laughs> That's not sustainable, is it? We, we, we've done, I've done in the last 24 hours as much like real work stuff as I've done since I was about 20. Like, oh yeah, bloody... Get a pickup. Go to bl- go and get some painting stuff. Get to the office. Get stuff done. You're like, what am I even pretending to do? It's uh, it's been a good day though. It's we've been a couple we've of got moments. Our orange sofa here. We've got our wallpaper, our pasting table, our desk, uh, our coffee table, all the-, the stuff we need to decorate, which we're going to be doing tomorrow once we've had a few things changed about the layout by an electrician. Um, yeah, we're getting there, aren't we? We've had to do. We just got just. There's just some real world stuff. Really, I want someone else to do this for me. But as we've not got the fucking budget, <laughs> I want to be like, I don't know what I'm doing. I like talking and being funny and shouting nonsense. <laughs> Could you come and do all the manly things? And I don't even care with that stuff. I, I don't mind playing the effeminate like fest. Like, I don't know. <laughs> don't even have a drill. What would I do with it? I you don't even want. So wanna... funny that we're so shy of manual labour that we're like. Have you got any idea how to put a curtain rail up? Or we're going to have to bring in a professional curtain rail. <laughs> you go at Google, doing Google. Uh, Google, curtain rail putter upper. <laughs> Google's like, you're a fucking moron. Thank you, Google. It's going to look sick, though. Imagine how good it's going to feel. Because the only people who listen to this are our proper fans who listen to the podcast. There's not an abundance of comedians and people in our industry who listen to it. There's, you know, maybe 20 to maximum 50, I think. There's some up-and-coming acts comedians yeah. listen to it and we know a few because we're a hero well. to them <laughs> but, but everyone else apart from the few comics I've spoke to who are close mates of mine and told them what we're doing at the minute no one knows what we're in the process of doing and on Monday or Friday next week whenever we've got it finished and how we want it and we get to take that photo and put it online and go 
have a word studios is open for business the amount of comedian whatsapp groups that we're not in we're gonna be like how the fuck have they done that i can't <laughs> wait great i can't wait multiple shots wide angle it's basically podcast dick swinging <laughs> And ever like, yeah, but there'll be loads of people. How have they done that? What's well, taking a bit of a punt, to be honest? Because <laughs> if this pandemic lasts a year and a half, we probably shouldn't have put put money into studio. But no. it's that is literally worth the risk at this point. What we're essentially doing here is asking the fittest girl in school to prom, knowing. <laughs> Do you know what? If this comes off, it's going to be fucking amazing. <laughs> but there's every chance that I'm going to be the talk of the school for a while and fucking povo. Uh, yeah, if we're back in here painting it Magnolia again, <laughs> anytime before Christmas, shit's gone wrong. <sighs> um, yeah, it is a bit of dick swinging in it. I can't, I'm looking forward to being yeah, like, I like swinging me dick. Yeah, because we've the podcast is good, but wait till it looks this good. And it's yeah. basically like we're getting a dick extension. Got a nice dick. People we like my dick. Have a weird Pow. TV on the old YouTube. It's going to be sick. We're so excited. And it's weird to be doing a podcast about the podcast, but there's nothing else we can fucking talk about at the minute because this is what we're doing. Uh, yeah. Can we sh- give a shout out to Colin? Yeah. He, he told me he doesn't really want shout outs because he's got a business as well, which I mentioned to you before. And I was like, we'll do you an advert. We'll do you like a week, a month of habit, whatever you want. Because one of our listeners, Colin, and we'll omit his surname in case he, he really doesn't want these shout-outs. He's lent us a pickup truck, like a fucking <laughs> Nissan enormous pickup truck, which meant that I could drive the sofa over here, um, the coffee table and the desk, which doesn't fit in any car because of the shape of it, for fuck all, for nothing, just because he loves the podcast. Crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. It- and Adam, the caps that you wear and you driving a pickup truck, in my head, the banjo was playing when you drove up. <laughs> you had a- oh, howdy, partner. <laughs> you got anything needs collecting? I work for Bull K Bob. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to get some podcast equipment. Um, yeah, so you can't say how much we appreciate that from... Colin, that is massively appreciated, and all the excitement we've had from everyone on Patreon and whatnot—just <laughs> like it's—it's it's really sweet how invested people feel, and it's just sort of cute being like hanging out like today when we went to Asda together. Like, oh, it's just—it's just, it's just <laughs> feels so. I know people's lives aren't all back on track, and then some people are still isolated and everything. But life is starting to creep back, isn't it? And like Laura's away for the weekend. You and me are like, let's go to Asda for lunch. And like, it's just weird. You're like, fucking, it was only a month ago where just this, none of this was happening. Yeah. It was only two weeks ago where none of this was happening. And just Can we walk- now talk about the fact that you eat cucumber like a hot dog? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it really looked phallic, didn't it? That we went to Asda before so we could get some lunch. And I check got, out all the babes. Ooh, oh, Con. There was a woman who looked like chicken soup. <laughs> which she's the ugliest human being I've ever I don't want to ugly shame her, and obviously I'm not gonna name her because that would be awful. Um, everyone in Runcorn knows who you're talking yeah, about. The soup face woman. Oh, it knocked me sick. Um but we <laughs> we went to Asda. I got four chicken thighs from the little rotisserie deli thing. Hot petty petty flavour. And you got yourself a full baguette <laughs> that you just ripped to pieces and dipped in some hummus. And a fucking whole cucumber that you ate like it was a fucking rollover hot dog. 
<laughs> I, uh, yeah. I mean, if I'd had cutlery, I would have definitely chopped it up. Mm-hmm. It did feel wrong eating it like a fucking massive green banana. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. Not a hot dog, a banana. Yeah. That's how you ate it. Like, yeah. yeah, it was, yeah, it's weird. But needs must. Also, because you're like eating well and dieting. I was like, I nearly bought more shit and I was like, oh God, I feel judged. <laughs> I feel judged. I'm, I am not looking forward to the raised eyebrows when I roll back into a dressing room. No one's seen me for three months and I'm 20 pounds lighter. Everyone's like, yeah, Adam's done. All right, done. <laughs> I, 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 I think I probably need it to get back on the exercise and health. I, I need to sit, because no one's that rude. I mean, there's a, cute, there's a few like sociopaths in comedy who'd be like, what the fuck, what the fuck? But most people are just like, oh yeah. And I, I just need that little look I need two comedians to catch eyes and be like, hmm? Do you know what's really funny like, though? <sighs> right, you've put weight on in lockdown and you feel fat and I've lost weight in lockdown <laughs> and I feel great and I'm definitely still fatter than you. <laughs> and it doesn't matter because the only thing that matters is the change, isn't it? Because I'm going to see people and they're going to be like, oh my God, you look great. You, you, really, you can really tell you've lost the weight. Well done, mate. Well done. And then you'll be like... Dan, hi Dan. You look fucking up. <laughs> Jesus, Dan. You've really look at Adam. He's eight pounds heavier than you, but he's fucking doing really well. I am struggling to get used to people who don't know me not wanting to fuck me. you in Run Corner. <laughs> you seem like you've got more than three teeth than two eyes. <laughs> Hello. Oh my god! We can't slag run corn off too much because we're going to be spending so much time here from now on. What? Just for the pussy? Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm going to be here all the time. <laughs> hey, chicken soup lady, have you, have you been here as you before? I smiled at a woman, and she's like smiled back. <laughs> it was like I, I was smiling, and she clocked me, and she's like sort of like as if we were doing a bit of a flirt. I was like, no, I just smile. <laughs> no, I'm you're not, in the way of the fucking chocolate stuff. I'm not. I'm, I'm in Runcorn smiling at someone at Asda is like, you want to marry me? <laughs> she was like, fuck, that guy's into it. I was like, no, I'm just being friendly. Um, sorry, what were you saying? You're so distracted by the studio. You just I am. Keep, you keep looking at like, look what we've done. Nothing. <laughs> we've moved a couch here and half. Yeah, I'm just looking around. It's also weird being back in front here because normally we're through a screen. I could just do it like putting like a board around your face. <laughs> What were we saying? I can't remember. I was fucking oh. talking about Asda. Oh my god! Being up since five thirty is full fucking on. It's um the the secure the this health and safety video yesterday was <laughs> so like two ADHD kids being sat down by like <laughs> the caretaker at school. We like never had to, like people listening to this are like, of course, there's a health and safety thing. Have you never had a job? Have you never had a new job where you have to be taken through orientation? We're not like that. We get told, hey, can you be here at eight o'clock and by half eight, you'll be out the fucking building, nothing to watch, turn up, do 20 minutes of fucking dicking around, here's 200 quid, get out me fucking life. Yeah, Whereas if you even g- ask for parking help, they're like, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, do you want me to wipe your asses? Oh, yeah, oh, sorry, just wanted to know where to park. And you can tell the security guy here didn't want to show us through that fucking health and sick. It was a PowerPoint presentation followed by a video 
that recapped everything in the PowerPoint presentation. Your head was going. I, I, I was, I I was watch watching it. it. It was like, you know when someone's got um, like a pain in the neck, like they've strained the neck. I could see Adam like, he's, I was like, he's going. It, it's, it's like when someone's trying to keep their Tourette's in. You know, <laughs> when someone's like... I think I was like I, he was like you're obliged to watch this it's just four or five minutes I was like Adam is going to be on Twitter within five minutes <laughs> don't don't pick it up don't look don't look do you know how good a video has to be online for me to watch all five minutes of it <laughs> in the event of a fire try to find your local exit and Listen, stay there intermittent who beat. are these videos for though in the event of a fire don't worry about anything. Just get yourself to safety. Who, who is not watching that video and then going, no, no fire's beating me and my fucking office, mate. I'll fucking beat the shit out of this fucking fire. It's, it's work. It's work. As if anyone's <laughs> going to be like, quickly, the mouse pads. <laughs> Barbara, leave it. I can't. I can't. It's a waste paper bin. I'm very attached to it. It was the way he was having to do like the formality of it. Like, right, okay, obviously you just write your, the name of the company. I'm like, <laughs> name of the company. Have a word, podcast. Name of the company, Adam and Dan's Big Adventure. <laughs> and, then, and then he was like, and what's your position at the company? I was like, bitch, I'm half the company. <laughs> he was like, yeah, we don't usually do it for two people. I'm like, no shit. Because <laughs> it's, it's, we're not a company. We're two bell ends with microphones. And this space is big enough for what, like, 12 people like if this was like a call center you could get 10 12 people in this room and he's like what because he didn't know i don't know whether you got onto that he had no fucking idea what we were getting this place for like the woman who sorted this all out for us did not tell steve they're creating a podcast studio it's not like everything else he thought we run a fucking two-man business selling toothbrushes to people in fucking saudi arabia or something <laughs> I don't think what his opinion of podcasting has not gone up by the fact that we couldn't make it four minutes into a health without just make, starting to snigger at someone's <laughs> shit acting like try and find your emergency exit and then they film someone walking up to the wall and and reading I was like this is too much and if no context have a word is listening could you just knock the S off Dan saying snigger and make that the oh my god <laughs> stop trying to get us cancelled Fuck me. <sighs> Stop trying to ruin our careers. <laughs> I love the no context have a word apart from when they're like, Jews! <laughs> oh shit, I've just done it again. <laughs> oh fuck. Do you know what I realised this week? Because I'm sure some of our listeners are well aware that a lot, there's been a few comedians who've got in trouble this week for being a bit non-see, a bit touchy-feely, a bit uh, rapists. Well, I didn't think we were going to go there today. Oh, I'm not going to name anyone. Oh no, I just no, didn't no, think no. you would want to talk about it. Uh, no, I'm not, I don't want to go into detail. I just, I had a really nice thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell the accusations aren't against Adam. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people have been called sex pests. There's uh, allegations of rape knocking around, but I've had a really nice thought about it. Well, the thing, it's not me. Well, the thing <laughs> is though, just get like, there's so many pubs and restaurants and stuff that are in trouble because of COVID-19, yeah. right? And that's going to extend to theatres and comedy clubs. And it's going to mean there's less gigs. But it turns out so many comedians have been, like, fingering people on that, that they're going to be gone. And the amount of gigs that we lose is going to match up with the amount of comedians who aren't here anymore. Oh, and I reckon God. we're going to be all right. Brilliant. So all the cunts, 
All the fingery cunts. <laughs> fingery cunts. All Gropey the, cunts. All the horrors. <sighs> yeah, man, uh, that'd be nice. If, like, as well, some of the comics I don't like, and in my head I'm like, could you be susceptible to COVID-19? <laughs> I think their own their own sexual indiscretions are going to be more dangerous to certain comedians than than a virus ever would be. Like, oh, I don't, don't think I'm going to get a, uh, the the virus. Like, yeah, but people are going to tweet about what you did, bitch. Looking at comics, going, do you know what? I don't want you to die, but I just love COVID to damage your lungs so much that you can't speak <laughs> for twenty minutes uninterrupted. <laughs> Who's drinking? <laughs> <laughs> you fucking douchebags oh. oh my god look at you what sort of you I don't know I just it feels odd to be doing a podcast in the same room as you again and I'm distracted by all the stuff and it's just it's a bit it's a bit much fun. you have got ADD haven't you I, yeah, you definitely probably, you have Adam probably you have yeah. and I've got it but I think I might like I think my 10 years on you might have just diluted. Look at him spinning around. Might have diluted a bit of the ADD. There's sometimes when I catch you and I'm like, he's already gone and we're in a conversation. You're like, oh, his head's gone. He's like a kid, like, I see an aeroplane. Jade's onto that as well now. Is she? Like when I go, because she'll just be talking. And if she talks for like more than 20 seconds, I, I'm gone. So <laughs> she has to keep it in small bursts. So Fucking sometimes up. she'll talk for like a minute and a half and I miss the last minute of it. And she'll be like, did you hear any of that? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you were talking about wardrobes. And she's like, no, initially I was talking about wardrobes. I'm now on to why we need to stop feeding the dog. This shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, Do you know oh. she's ended the relationship four times, <laughs> but you just drifted off so much. <laughs> she's like, he's still here. Got to open with the end of it. Right, so what is she, is she on you as in, you need to, what do we need to do? Because she, oh, she's a she's a fixer, isn't she, Jade? What do you mean a fixer? She likes going, what you need to do is, this is what. Yeah, but that's not Jade, that's all females, isn't it? Yeah, it's a lot of them, but then again. Females see, women see men as a project. It's like, right, he's not perfect, but give me six or seven years with him and I'll make him perfect. <laughs> yeah. Like, I accept that my missus is a psychotic pain in the ass, and she's always going to be that. And I don't know why she can't just accept the same about me. <laughs> that's why That's why meeting people later in life is so much more, like, there's so much less flirtation about it. Like, listen, this is me fucking not pretending. <laughs> Telling you, if Laura divorces me, there's going to be some very honest Tinder, like like Match.com profiles written. <laughs> I fart. I like fucking NFL and shouting nonce with my mate in a studio. <laughs> Deal with it. How many dates have you had done? Not many. Not many, actually. <laughs> no, but it's weird, isn't it, how when women are like that, it's almost like, not all women are like that, but... Um, it's almost like, yeah, it's just how it is. But as soon as a guy's like that, it's gaslighting and manipulation. And mm -hmm. and it, even as a guy, you, you hear it and you're like, oh, I hate it when you see, when you see a boyfriend or a husband You've got anger issues. undermining their missus like that and like, like breaking them down, you're like, oh, you horrible cunt. Yeah. When you see a, a, a woman or a wife or a girlfriend do it, you're like, yeah, it's, that's life, isn't it? Yeah. You've got anger issues and it's on you to deal with that. It's your problem. 
you're the angry one. You don't know whether you need to go and see someone, maybe get some anti-inflammatories or something from the doctors, but you need to sort your anger out. It's your problem. Why are you crying? My emotions, okay, are valid. And if I'm upset, it's because you've upset me. And just because you think it's an overreaction doesn't mean it's an overreaction because you're not the fucking moral high ground on what's an overreaction and what isn't. Do you think it's got legs, you and Jade? <laughs> is it definitely? Is it definitely? Because you definitely love her, but has it got? I mean, what's the what's the mileage on this engine? Do you reckon before it conks? There's been a few times where, like, we have to change the oil. <laughs> so, like, pull over to the side of the road. <laughs> oh. Yeah, there's been a few times where we've been like, that engine light has been on for a while here, hasn't it? <laughs> Should we have a little look at what's going on there? There's ah, a sound. We fixed that, but what's that whistling? Um, yeah. No, we're actually in the best place we've been for a long time. We're doing all right. Um, is she all right with you being here and coming out? So I keep saying it, I'm like, I'm off to work. <laughs> <laughs> I think she is delighted at the thought of me not screaming about dicks and shitting on blowjobs yeah. from the room next to her while she's trying to watch a YouTube video on, on how to make a scarf out of neck curtains. What would you do differently if you went back to the start of the shutdown? I think one of the things I'd do is, is send a very good pair of headphones to Jade <laughs> and be like, <laughs> when we doing it, wear these, they're noise cancelling. It would be the best hundred quid you'd spend. Yeah. Because looking back, that would have been a help, wouldn't it? Well, there was some of the best moments on the podcast was when, she when she's gone, what the fuck are you saying in but, there? But I think she genuinely thinks less of us for hearing our podcast. <laughs> what? Sometimes where like, she's had to pop in to grab something in the room and she hears something I say, or oh, you say, and she just looks at me like... <laughs> she just say, you fuck rabbit. You'd fuck a rabbit if you had to. It's weird. Me fucking rabbits is paying the bills. <laughs> Me shouting nonce is paying the fucking bills. Talking about paying bills, we have got um, our sex shop easy. Sex shop sponsor. I'm getting some Millennium Lou. When we sorted this studio I've got some. I still haven't used it. Really? I bought some on Amazon, didn't I? The other day I was like, before the advert, I was like, you, if you like turbo shandies, you should have a turbo wank. I can't believe I didn't see the gag that I just totally fucked it up. Turbo handy in it. It's not turbo. <laughs> I was like, oh, you a fucking moron. Do you know, also, if you buy it and you don't like it and it's all, you can use it as, so the last house we lived in, the door frames had been painted and they'd, and they'd close. Why are you on your banking app? I don't know. I just <laughs> went on it accidentally. You're paying your gas bill mid pod. <laughs> <laughs> this is how well the pod's doing. <laughs> I don't know how it works, but we've done 25 minutes. Let's see if it's made any money. Don't worry about that, dickhead. <laughs> uh, the doors had been painted, and then they'd, some fucking idiot had closed it too quickly. You meant to let it dry for a day or two. It was tacky. So every time you opened the door, you could hear it. Laura, I was like, you could oil that. Or get some, like, WD-40. She was like, no, because then there's, like, that smell of WD-40. I was like, what? Yeah. It's WD-40 has got a bit of a smell on it. Have you ever sprayed it on your bike chain? Half an hour, yeah. But I was like, I tell you what, what basically has the same properties. 
and doesn't smell, I fucking lube the doorway. I'm not. Oh. I'm not joking. I got a brush, like a paintbrush, just a small paintbrush. I put Millennium Lube in a, 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 a like um, a small bowl. I ended up having to throw the bowl away. So, like, you, what do you do it when you baste? Like, you know, when you get egg and you paint it on, you know, basting. Yeah, basting. Basically, use Millennium Lube and basted the doorway, the door frame. I'm not joking. It fucking worked to treat. I told her I was going to do it. She was like, do not use lube on the doorways. I'm telling you right now, disgusting. You don't do it. Do not do it. I was like, right, I won't do it. Wait till she went out and fucking did it. And then never told her. And she'll hear this in a couple of months when she catches up. And she'll be like, you fucking wanker. And I'll be like, do you remember the doors though? They stopped making that sound. As soon as I did it, the doors were just perfect. So even if you get it and you don't like turbo handies, you just lube up your house. I'm now so glad that we didn't end up doing this podcast in the school. <laughs> Imagine the fucking headmaster walking past and you're on the door going, it's not soundproof, it's all, it's all squeaky. Why are you using KY jelly? Of course. <laughs> Just painting the fucking wall. We need to get this nail in. Get the dildo. <laughs> Multitask. <laughs> anyway, letsbenaughty.co.uk. We should get letsbenaughty.co.uk to send us a massive purple dildo and put it on the shelves of the back. I'm not joking. I'd stick a dildo right behind me. <laughs> I want I'd, on a, just perfectly between us in shot, just a dildo. Just which see which way it flops. Do they flop dildos? No, they're nice and solid, aren't they? So that you can really touch your fucking G spot. All right, expert. How how advanced have your pokey bum wanks got? No, but have you ever do, have you ever used like an implement? No, have mm-hmm. you? You have, haven't you? No. I've never... I'm not a bum guy. Mm. I've used... I've put something in someone else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's happening. I've just... I've just out myself. That's gigs gone. Um, I've... I quite enjoy that. I've if you... Put something in someone else. <laughs> that sounds so... Like, I just... What, one of my ex-girlfriends was just a bit of a like... Yeah, she was like, yeah, yeah, I'm into that. Did she have toys or were you just... Well, oh, you she was, around the house? She, no, she, she had... She, we bought some toys. She was like, yeah, yeah. She agreed to everything. She was quite a complicated young lady. And I think she held a lot back. So I didn't go, you're a fucking sex psycho. <laughs> because looking back now, everything I suggested, she was like, yeah. And then I was like, wow, we've done well there. But I wondered where her tap out would there be. Was a girl it was I slept way with. further than we got. There was a girl I slept with for about a month who asked me to fuck her with a chair leg. What? <laughs> she asked me to grab the chair and fuck her with it. No, this is not true. But I looked over there and seen a fucking a table. And I was like, Adam's, Adam's, Adam's <laughs> so distracted by the unmade studio. He's he's literally just done a, I'm going to do banter. Uh, he's just done a catchphrase, like, say what you see. I once fucked with a half-eaten cucumber. <laughs> With a can of diet cup, oh god, what else? with a paint roller? I once fucked a girl with a paint roller. I seen a porn uh, once where a woman shit out a can of diet coke, and I, that is true. She fu- like it just showed her ass. Oh no! And a can of diet coke, no. unopened, no, come out of her ass. Honestly, every time I see bum play to that level, uh, th- this is how I know I'm a bit older. I'm like, oh, you are making an enemy of your future there. Why? It's only a can of coke. If at thirty years old. You are pooping out a, a can of Diet Coke. 
60 is going to be a motherfucker. No, you bum. You just do a few Kegel exercises and sort it out. It's not like she's shitting out a Ford Fiesta. It's a fucking can. There's dildos bigger than cans of Coke. Like, what? wider. Yeah, but not, that's not advised, is it? <laughs> that's quite, I mean, look at, like, how strong do you think sphincters are? They go. They, you can't tighten. There's no... You can't do a fucking exercise to tighten up your... Can you? Yeah. No, you can't. Of course you can. You can do... Tighten your bum hole. <laughs> you can. Of course you can. Do you want to show me? <laughs> Just look. <laughs> Slow. No. <laughs> little squeeze. What? What, the makeup? <laughs> yeah. Just do the makeup. Keep doing it. Yeah, just like... What's Adam doing? Imagine you need a poo now. Yeah. Try and stop it coming out. Go on. So yeah. It's yeah. so uncomfortable, isn't it? Yeah, you just... But do you think it gets strong? Of course it does. Your bum holes a muscle. <laughs> what are you working on today? Legs? Arms? Bum hole. Nice one. See you later. Bum all day. Go, don't skip bum all day. Injecting growth hormone into your arsehole. Oh. Mate, what the fuck is that? He's got, has he got exercise your bum hole. Has he got cycling shorts? Are they baboon bottoms? No, he's, he's just be, he's made major gains on his foot sphincter. <laughs> you can exercise your bum hole. You cannot <laughs> exercise your bum hole. You can. You actually can. He's not distracted now, ladies and gentlemen. This is the most locked in he's been in half an hour of talking. I he's swear like, to God, you can squeeze your bum hole to the point where it's essentially, you've got like a Hulk bum. No. You can have a muscly bum. I think if you stick too many things up there in your youth, yeah, you stretch it out. It's not like you just get someone to fucking get an Allen key and twist a it. fucking bike wheel up there or something not acting, a can of coke stop acting like a can of diet coke is nothing it is nothing oh. I've had poos bigger than a diet coke <laughs> you never looked down and thought how the fuck has that come out of there slightly chilled two stretch diet coke break <clears throat> right stretch people get fisted I know but long term do you not think that's going to have some implications on your on your long term bum hole health no what there's nothing up there. Unless it reaches your bowel, you sound, isn't it? Right. I'm not saying... <laughs> looking at me like I'm a fucking idiot. I'm not saying shove a can of Coke into your fucking stomach. I'm just in the bum hole. No, you're going to work up to a can of Diet Coke, aren't you? Yeah. You've got to get one of those... Start with fruit juice. <laughs> <laughs> the ideal shape. <laughs> <laughs> Start with a fruit shoot. Start with a Capri Sun. <laughs> Start with a fruit shoot. Move, <laughs> move on to a Lucasade. Because that's long, thicker, and a, but it's thinner, isn't it? And then eventually, you go... Can oh. th then one of them. Then yeah. a can of Diet Coke. And then you get like a fucking... A, a tall Foster's. Yeah. And then in the end, you know... You're on a fucking recorder leg. <laughs> <laughs> Should we do the sponsor? <laughs> And you know, if you do want to put a can of Diet Coke up your ass, you need to get in touch with letsbenaughty.co.uk. <laughs> we just shouted that so loud. That's how our new neighbours found out. Oh, yeah, they're, yeah. Ne oh, they're sodomizers next door. 
Today's episode is brought to you by Let's Be Naughty, UK. Even though lockdown is easing, passing the time can still be hard. So why don't you shake things up and put a bit of kink into your quarantine? If you're looking to stock up on Millennium Lube or buy your mates some chocolate dildos, Let's Be Naughty.co.uk is here to help you take your sex life to the next level. Based in the Northwest, we've got a massive selection of vibrators and dildos for the ladies or the boys. Sexy lingerie, cock rings, masturbators and for the adventurous couples out there there's loads of things to discover like our kinky bondage gear we've got everything you could possibly need to put a buzz back into your bedroom we deliver all over the uk so when you shop online with let's be naughty you'll enjoy free delivery on orders over 50 quid and it's sent in super discreet packaging so you don't have to worry about those nosy bastards next door as a bonus for listeners of this podcast if you use the code have a word all as one word that that's h-a-v-e A-W-O-R-D You'll get 10% off your entire order So go to letsbenaughty.co.uk And see how much fun you can have When you get a bit naughty That's letsbenaughty.co.uk So you know the truck that Colin's lent us I've told, I sent a picture of it to Carl Earlier Yeah I was like look what I've got And he's just texted me Why the fuck have you got a fucking truck (laughs) I've just said I've bought it I just want to convince him I've got it And I've now got the photo you took of me driving it <laughs> I think you suit it. Yeah, I think you suit it. I'm gonna get a big car when I like. I I didn't buy a car. I I, I need one, uh, and I've got the money saved to buy a car. Um, but I didn't buy it because of lockdown, in case everything went to shit. And at the minute, I just share jades. But I do want to get a bigger. I was gonna get like a Ford Cougar, put a few grand down, which I've got saved, and then finance the rest of it. What's a Cougar? Oh, like an SUV style. Yeah, like it's it's sort yeah, of like a small mean. Range Rover size, isn't it? Yeah, my my sister's got a Kia Sportage, like a sports wagon. Mm-hmm. Very nice. I just want to be. I want to feel like tall. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be higher up? Yeah, I want to feel like you know the fucking state of that fucking micro over there. I'll fucking squash you, you little cunt, because I get some road rage, me. Yeah. So I want to feel like. No, you don't just get road rage. You get all sorts of rage, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> you just get rage. The only thing you're philosophical about is bum hole size. <laughs> you get angry out of nowhere for nothing. I get road rage. No shit. <laughs> but when we're talking about arseholes, you're like a fucking well chilled. Yeah. I because uh, I know what I'm talking about. I only get angry if someone's a dickhead or I, I feel out of my depth. Oh, when some... it comes to stretching your bum hole, I'm your man. Yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> so if you, should we do the let's be naughty advert again? <laughs> That's the no context ever word. Um, I I think car wise, I could I could definitely see you see you rock, rocking up in a in a pickup. Yeah, it looked it looked right. Either that or like a a motorbike with a, a sidecar. Yeah, for Jade. Yeah, or for me. Have a win, fucking. That can be our tour bus. The fucking non, the non sidecar. <laughs> oh fuck! You wouldn't get a motorbike, would you? Have you ever ridden a motorbike? No, I've ridden a few quads in me day. I never a motorbike. Oh, the fucking cunt, cunts with quads. I fucking love a quad. I know, but not when there's eight of them on the estate and they don't wear helmets and they're like, tell you what tonight is, fucking quad night. And then they're just riding around like bell sniffs. Yeah, there, there was a few um, 
people who got them for like Christmas and that by ours little Pee Wee fifties. Right, what's a Pee Wee fifty? It's a a fifty cc cc quad. Right, like kids would get around my ass when they were like fifteen or whatever. Fucking do about fifty mile an hour. <laughs> no helmet. Yeah. What could possibly go wrong? A fucking t-shirt, shorts, and flip flops <laughs> doing fifty mile an hour on a quad. Yeah. <laughs> Come wheeling past the post office. <laughs> <laughs> Little shit. It's one of them in it when you're like, "What happened? Oh my god, there's been an accident." Yeah, it was a uh, kid in flip flops on a fucking quad bike, and you're like, "Hmm." Well, that's fucking. Evolution for you. Ugh. I can't do motorbikes. Why? My my grand just put the fear of God in me when she was a kid. She was like, she was really anti motorbike. I can't remember if Dad had had a fall off one or something as a kid, or they knew what one of their best friends was a nurse. But she's just like from a young age put it in me the fear of motorbikes. Like you, f- when you come off, chances that you're going to be dead in a car. You're safe. And I'm like, I don't know what she was trying to do, but it's fucking My worked. Mom did the same thing to me. She, she went, if you had a motorbike, I guarantee you'll get really hurt. And I'll tell you why. Because there's loads of fucking knobheads around here, Adam, with motorbikes, right? And what happens is they crash the motorbike and they walk away, not a scratch on them, because God's a cunt. And he will fucking... <laughs> He will fucking look after the rats. So they'll fucking wheelie into some fucking poor man. He's dead or disabled for life. And these just fucking get up, walk on, and buy another motorbike. But you're a good lad. And what'll happen is you'll fucking kill yourself crashing into another dickhead on a motorbike. So you want to stay the fuck away. Oh my God. My mate, at one point, like, for the first seven ish years of my comedy career, I didn't drive. So I used to have to either get public transport or to other gigs get a lift. And there was a few times where me mate who's got a motorbike, I'd ask on Facebook, I really need a lift tonight. I'll pay this on top of the petrol and whatever. And he messaged me a few times, goes, don't be a shit, I was scared on the back. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm not driving to fucking Ashby de la Zouch or Leicester on the back of a fucking motorbike in the rain, you daft twat. What are you talking about? It'd be fucking sound, lad. Just hold me. I wouldn't go to the, I wouldn't go to the fucking Domino's on the back of a bike. <laughs> no. not, a, not a gig four counties over. Oh, terrifying. Ugh. Terrifying. There's a few there's a few older comics who've got motorbikes and they buy like really good expensive proper motorbikes and they they go to gigs on them. I just don't what's the appeal of being on a fucking motorbike for two and a half hours on the motorway? Yeah, you want to be on it for twenty five minutes on a stag do <laughs> not two and a half hours on the M six. The only time I've been on the back of a motorbike was in like nineteen ninety five. We went on holiday to like a Crete in uh, like one of the Greek islands. And my dad got a Yamaha Virago, which is like a cheap Harley Davidson style Yamaha. Because my dad's got like, he can't do sitting on beaches. He's like, what are we doing? He's one of them like, what are we doing? Like just lying down on the beach, dad. Yeah, yeah, but what, what's the plan? <laughs> just fucking lying here, mate. You well, know, the, we've, you know, we've flown here to yeah. do this. You know, because we're from sh- fucking West Lancashire. It's cold all the time. <laughs> And life is hard. Can we just come to Crete and chill the fuck out? Maybe have a paddle in the in the in the sea. Oh, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna rent a fucking motorbike. And I, I, so we did. We went. We went all, all around the island on the back of a. He literally had it for three days. That was pretty fucking cool. Um, you ever done a jet ski? Me and Jade have jet skied a few times. It's fun, you know. Terrifying. See, see that in my head, I'm like, yeah, come off. You're in the water. 
Like, there's less chance of it being like a fucking truck. can be quite dangerous. The weird thing with jet skiing is it's counterintuitive because the faster you're going, the more control you've got. What? The faster you're going on a jet ski, the more control you've got over the jet ski. It's like a unicycle. <laughs> it's fucking weird because you, you, you start hitting some fucking pace and you're like, I need to slow down. But then you slow down and as you slow down, you start losing control of it. So you speed up again. It's If you're not an experienced on it, it's fucking weird. And the first time we did it, I we just got one and I had Jade on the back. Now, Jade, well, if I'm going 32 miles an hour in a 30, Jade feels like we're, we're on fucking wacky races. She's She can't handle it. Oh my God, slow down. Slow down. You're the dickhead. 32. It's a 30. You're not... Either on the back of a fucking jet ski, holding on for dear life, terrifying. But then we both got our own, and then she felt like she was fucking dastardly and muttly. She's not ours. She's Wee! right. So, but in my head, I'm like Jade's. Oh, I don't know. I don't know how that even works. I'm such a fucking pussy. In my head, I'd be like, I'm going to be the guy that decapitates a fucking swimmer. <laughs> I would be about it's fine it's safe you'd be telling me like you go faster that's more control I'd just I'd just fuck it up so weird it's it's so counterintuitive but fucking feels you feel like you're just like James Bond or something you know what I mean how much was it for the day oh it was like 100 euros for 20 minutes or something each <laughs> seems a lot what's yeah, what's the one where you're on a when you're on a parachute and you paragliding fuck that Fuck that. My dad's done that as well. That's like being on a fucking roller coaster that hasn't got a fucking chair. <laughs> it is though, isn't it? Yeah, if that goes that yeah, again, it's it's a stupid way to be disabled. <laughs> as opposed to the clever ways to be disabled. How did you get disabled? Well, I'm glad that you asked me. <laughs> uh, it was actually uh, I was I pulled an encyclopedia onto my legs. <laughs> It was a particularly large encyclopedia. I was actually studying for my fifth degree, and that's when I broke bro- bro- my legs off. I snapped my legs in 37 places. <laughs> Just uh, being very intelligent. By yeah. the way, if anyone's listening, expecting some features in this middle section, they're not really coming, are they? Is that um, way of saying? Because we haven't prepped. We're just talking shit. I've prepped that fucking wall. I reckon everyone knows that there's no features coming when when you went. You've been on a jet ski. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather go on a jet ski or a motorbike? We're back on brand. We'll do some other words. We've got some other words. Would you rather fall off a motorbike or fall off a jet ski? A jet ski. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you rather land in water or on concrete at speed? Yeah, it's not a good one, is it? <laughs> it's not a good one. Would you rather go swimming in the water or on the M6? <laughs> there's no there's no jellyfish in the M6, though, is there? There's no jellyfish within fucking 100 yards of a jet ski. <laughs> jellyfish aren't fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, hang on. Jellyfish are just big blob, blobby mongs, though, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, there's well, the no context I've ever heard. Jellyfish aren't... I fucking hate jellyfish. If, if it turns out the jellyfish are aliens that literally, you know, like alien contact will be made, maybe that, maybe they are aliens. Who says that? Alien contact will be made. You know, like camp scientists. 
they're going to come down and be like, oh my God, what's she wearing? I, it wouldn't be surprised if jellyfish were a form of alien. Why? Because it's just... Because they look a bit weird. Yeah. <laughs> is that... that? <laughs> is there not other stuff that looks more weird to you? Have you ever seen a fucking seahorse? Yeah, seahorses are weird, but they look like horses, and horses are normal. What oh, do they though? What do jellyfish look like? Like plastic bags. <laughs> <laughs> I trust horses over plastic bags. <laughs> what are we on about? If we went on all these together, let's say we do fucking have a weird miorca. Yeah. Right. And you got jellyfish stung. <gasps> Would you want me to piss on you? <laughs> with your massive bum hole no not with me why would I piss on you <laughs> you know you know cure a jellyfish thing with diarrhea <laughs> um, how I mean does it definitely work yeah apparently yeah because I'm friends <laughs> yeah how how much do you know what I mean because I really think if it, you, so you get a jellyfish thing and it's like <laughs> fucking on the pain scale you get a jellyfish thing and say like 10 is torture and one is like nettle say it's like seven and you were like listen lad if I piss on this now fresh batch just had a Capri Sun <laughs> popped it out of my ass, then drank it now I'm, I'm bursting for a wee it'll take you down to two maybe even one I'd be like seven to one. Yeah. But if it's like oh, fucking four to three, I'd rather just get some Savlon than have you piss on my leg <laughs> on a beach. It doesn't work. On a beach. And you with, just end up with the same amount of pain but covered in my piss. <laughs> just time for have a piss with that. <laughs> with you just going, he's all right. I know him. We do podcasts together. <laughs> dick, dick, I was on the beach. Do you not scared of jellyfish? No. I don't come into contact with them often enough to be scared of them. Fuck, you know. Like, I'm scared of them in the same way I'm scared of an asteroid or a shark. It's just unlikely that I'm going to have to have a problem in it. I just just think they're very fucking freaky. Yeah, but... Is no, I mean, I'm talking about... in. The, I'm not talking about when you walk to fucking <laughs> co-op. I get, I get, but that wasn't like a day-to-day -day question. <laughs> You're not scared of jellyfish? No. There's none on our seat. <laughs> They are, we fucking moved them out. <laughs> fucking, I'm... Jellyfish lives matter. <laughs> He's a right twat of fucking octopus, that one. <laughs> Have you got any phobias? The sea. The sea? Just in general? I can't swim. I really struggle to swim in the sea. I have to be able to put my feet down. <laughs> because that's where fucking sharks live. <laughs> Not, it's You're not even Preston <laughs> <laughs> The great white of Preston Harbour Yeah but <laughs> <laughs> But I don't When I'm talking about these fears When I'm talking <laughs> I don't mean like That's where sharks live <laughs> Fucking Lancashire <laughs> I don't mean Fucking on Blackpool Pier <laughs> I'm not coming in. Fucking could be sharks anywhere. I'm not. But the, the thing is, like, oh. what, you know, when you're like, what? What are your phobias? <laughs> you could be. You could have a phobia about being like, like, 
raped by a man, couldn't you? I mean, you'd be fine because you know you've got that just expandable sphincter. Like, whoop! Can't feel a thing. Whoop! Off he goes back to normal. I'm not talking about day to day. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not not going Nando's like. See? <laughs> <laughs> do you want to? <laughs> what spice do you want it? Never mind that. These fucking amaretts are a nightmare. Beady-eyed swats. I'm just talking about in the sea. That is a that's a bit of a phobia for me. Oh, uh, so I, I can't swim. Have in the you sea. got any like fears that affect your day to day or like <laughs> come close to the mic? You can, your you day can to day. You have you got any fears that affect like your day to day or like your weekly life? Um, is there anything that regularly you get a bit spooked by? Yeah, just watching Etta wander around her stupid fucking life. <laughs> oh, there's a chainsaw. I'll go towards that. There's a road there. She, it's like she times it. Like, no, but I don't mean you. I mean like that you're scared of, not like your daughter getting harmed. I think that's just parental instincts, isn't it? Um, tell you what, it's started to happen to me since I moved out of a city. It's been a few years since I've lived in a city. I've become aware of some of the walks from gig to car on a Saturday night at 11 o'clock in the dark you're like like if like you got mugged and beaten up and the story is like comedians would be like oh god yeah bad luck that innit where was it oh it was just near the froggy part around the back it's 10 past 11 most comics are there like bloody awful but most other people would be like what the fuck were you doing there at 10 past 11 on a Saturday night? Like most people who don't live in a city like Liverpool or Manchester yeah, be yeah, like, yeah. well, of course there's that, <laughs> that threat of violence because it's one of the biggest cities in the country. It's fucking hard. But I th I, I've caught myself going, I'm not, I'm a bit jittery about that sort of shit. I, I get what you're saying there. I do sometimes just take a glass bottle with me from the gig. Yeah? Yeah. Just as like a fucking... <laughs> What, be like, I'm recycling. <laughs> <laughs> no, just fucking stash it. Stash it and then do what? <laughs> well, if, if what someone gonna... tries to mug me. What are you going to do? <laughs> just twat him in the baby sham? <laughs> no, like a bottle of Peroni. You're going to stick it up your ass and be like, that'll come straight out, lad. <laughs> Don't fucking dare start on me. Look at this thing to control. You're no, just... but if someone comes up to mug you you're and you've got a bottle of Peroni and you're up like, your ass, leave me and alone. you pop it out like a fucking... <laughs> you literally do a fucking... Like you're getting, <laughs> like you're getting no, a smear test. No, no, me, I'm being serious. Right, okay, yeah. So you're... someone comes at you and you just whip a bottle of Peroni out and you're like, lad, if you fuck off, have a free beer. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have a fucking. Lad, you got a bottle opener? <laughs> Cheers, kid. Don't hurt me. I'll oh, just a fucking wrap around his head. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whack. Well, I mean, why just a bottle? Because if the police catch you with the bottle, they could be like, I just wanted a beer. Because yes. in my head, I'm like, why I'm not? Just get like, it? If, if a policeman catches you and he's like, what, oh, why have you got a bottle? For the fucking drive home, innit? Yeah. A little car beer. Is this, are you taking the piss or is, genuinely do you do this? Oh, I do. Yeah. Like if I'm in a dodgy bit of the world, like fucking Preston or Nottingham. Yeah, yeah. Now you've lost weight as well. You're more fuckable. So there's also... I, I'm not worried about that. No? No. I'm just like, someone might see me get fucking 150 quid cash for a gig. Yeah. And then I, I need a fucking Corona to wrap around the fucking... Ideally won't use it, but... 
uh, without <coughs> wanting to do material that I've done on stage before and that I actually do still quite like, so it might get done again. One of the, my biggest fears as a five foot eight wimp is getting started on by a minor and having to weigh up the like, I'm, I'm about to get twatted by a child because I'm not. I'd just twat them. I'm on a 14 year old who's been like, I'd fucking drop him. Yeah. 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 It's quick, gone. He's never been punched by someone like me, has he? No. So, what if there's more of them? Oh, you're just going to keep going? Yeah. Uh, just uh, go beast mode. I thought of a line for this. I was like, mate, if you get started on by 15 year olds, even if there's one of them at the start and it kicks off, he's just going to have to fucking TikTok his mate. Or do whatever the youth do. They all live round the corner, don't they? He yeah. can have a crew round him. I say maximum two and a half minutes. He's got fucking five lids to back him up. I, if I start ringing my best friend, one is teaching <laughs> in China. One's got two kids in fucking Sutton Coalfield. Do you know what I mean? I've, my crew's fucking useless. Yeah, call me. I'll yeah. be around. <laughs> Bring a few fucking Budweiser's. We'll go to fucking town. Just giving them the lads you can't get served. <laughs> yeah, but did your dad never teach you? Like, you just hit the fucking mouthy one and the rest run away. Yeah, that... Yeah, that sounds like... It sounds like, like you know... But you're basically just pissing off the hardest one, aren't you? Yeah, but if you knock them out... Oh, my God, your confidence is unbelievable. Just gone. Bang, out, cold. The rest so are like, what? He's just five, fucking knocked out Jimbo. 515. Jimbo. Jimbo. <laughs> Jimbo, has he been held back? In <laughs> 33. Um, knocked out Uncle Jimbo. <laughs> that's, what I, that's one of my other worries. Because I think adults have got more to lose. I think just think teenage lads are fucking wild. Yeah, they're cunts, aren't they? But... You just spark him. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever punched anyone? Yeah. Have you ever knocked someone out? Yeah. Right. We, me and my mate used to fight all the time growing up. And you knocked him out? Yeah. I reckon we had, I'd say... How many KOs? <laughs> I reckon we must have had at least 20 fights, proper fights. I reckon I won about 15 of them, and I reckon six, seven of them were knockouts. He was unconscious. Yeah, for like not for long. And then you'd open back up, you shake hands, and you carry on playing. Fuss right. Yeah. Yeah. One time he had a concussion. Right. The rest of the time, it's just, yeah, that's that settled. I won, you lost in a bit. I did drama group. <laughs> <laughs> so you pretended yeah. to get punched. Someone's forgotten their lines. <laughs> I've been I've been started on by five assailants. One, two, three, four jazz hands. <laughs> Just shimmy away. Yeah. Have I'm, you never knocked anyone out? No. I just pen did I tell you the story about punching my mate Sean when we oh. were working at his nineteen ninety seven, worked at my uh, best mate's dad's warehouse and Bondi, my best mate. <laughs> Just literally, I think he said three words for about four weeks. He just goes into this like catatonic state, like just did the work and didn't talk to us. And me and Sean just wound each other up. And we were really winding each other up. And he threw a box at me and I called it, his nickname at school was Rat, Ratty. And he hated it. 
Is that because he looks like a rat? I, fuck knows. It start, It was one of them where someone said it and he went, never call me ratty. And then the whole school was like, well, that's how you press that fucker's button. <laughs> so I called him and he was a virgin and I wasn't. I called him a, <laughs> a ratty virgin. I called him a no shag ratty bastard. Oh my God. And he did. Such a school. Nickname <laughs> yeah. that is he, No, because he threw a fucking box at me. I was like, you no shag ratty bastard <laughs> and he he was he was on the back of a truck unloading pallet like the boxes and he did a fucking flying jump and still did no damage we scrapped for about two minutes in my head i was like throwing fucking haymakers and then all the lads in the warehouse were like Way! and then they were like break it up break it up and then they looked at us and we hadn't got a scratch on each other and they were like go on <laughs> go again go again do a bit more damage. I haven't. That's the last time I threw a punch in anger. When was the last time I punched someone? Probably the fight I had with Elliot Steele. <laughs> boxing match in 2017? 2016? Oh, yeah. 2016. The charity boxing yeah. match. Yeah. I nearly sparked him then. Kai Humphreys was like, Do you want to fight Danny Mack? I was like, No. Danny Mack wouldn't have done that. No. But you imagine if he'd said yes and then I have to say yes. And then there's two ways that goes with Danny Mac. Either he knocks you out because he's quite sporty and he's got a bit of fucking meat on him. So that could end badly. Mm -hmm. I've got a fractured skull from Danny Mac. Or you land a fucking great punch, and you knock him out, and he doesn't talk to you for seven years. <laughs> I mean, it's not good, is it? With someone who's just like potentially hard and moody. That's not a good fucking... Yeah, you want that to go to a decision where you've both landed two soft punches. <laughs> Mate, he'd pull it. <laughs> on the day. Oh, I've got a double in Brighton. Oh, no, I've double booked myself for another boxing match. <laughs> yeah, uh, fucked. My agent's fucked it up. Have we done an hour of podcasting? Just absolute nonsense as well. <laughs> Had a great time. Oh. Um... What, tell us the story of the charity boxing. Tell us that story. We're, look, we don't need to do anything else. We've got fucking painting to do. We've we've managed to do a podcast. Do you want to do the ad, put the adverts in here then? The second one? Yeah. And then... Okay. You know them, you love them. It's Vauxhall Comedy Club in that day, London. If you're visiting London, if you're going down for the weekend, take your missus, take your fella, take them to go and see comedy. There's some cracking comedy shows in London. Some of them, and I've played them, are a little lacking in fucking soul. Vauxhall Comedy Club. This is a comedy club done with love and care and done properly in a great room with great atmosphere with brilliant comics, some from the TV, some up-and-coming circuit talent. And the absolute best of it, if you're there for the weekend, is Friday and Saturday night. And down at Vauxhall Comedy Club, they call it bottomless booze comedy so basically you pay them an entry fee with the money for your booze included it's 25 quid it's a 90 minute show and you also get bottomless booze wine beer cider 25 quid there's also a spirit and mix of bottomless ticket that starts at 35 pound and if you're a purist you're staying sober you're fucking zyvan the ticket's just a tenner once we're done with the rona and back to normal trading Vauxhall Comedy Club is usually open Monday to Saturday it's right next to a street food garden and between now and then do us a favour at have a word and follow the Vauxhall Comedy Club online you can join the mailing list it's at Vauxhall Comedy Club on Insta at Vauxhall Comedy on Twitter and Vauxhall Comedy Club on Facebook it's an over 18 night out and you never know come the autumn you might see me and Adam there from Texas to Scam every lead is listening to the funniest podcast in the game this is Hava Wad yeah the charity boxing quickly as a wrap up um, 
was there was a kid in the northeast of England who was dying of a rare form of cancer. There's no delicate way to put that. And the only way he could get treatment was to go to America. It was going to cost about half a million quid. And there's a comedy club up there run by comedian Kai Humphreys and his brother Gav. I'm sure I've mentioned this on the podcast before. I don't know how much detail we went into. And they put on this big fucking event. So they were doing fundraisers all the time, but they put done a big one and it raised about 30 grand on the night. And it was 20 comedians, 10 fights. And <laughs> fuck. Like the atmosphere in there was the most incredible thing I've ever experienced. When I come off, come off, when I come out of the ring, it was like, the best gig I've ever had was about 5% of the feeling I had that night. So how long notice did you take? Because um, there's things, like six I think months, we've mentioned like it before, but I don't think, I think we sort of talked about the night and how amazing it was. But I'm sort of fascinated because Elliot Steele's done kickboxing, hasn't he? Since. Right, oh, right. So he'd not he done He did it a lot of training that he wasn't telling me about beforehand. So how, so you had six months and did you train? Did you get some? I just lost two and a half stone. I just ran. I didn't do any boxing training. I did one pad session with Paul Smith. Right. Comedian Paul Smith. Right. Elliot Steele was training with Duke McKenzie, the three-weight world champion. But he See. didn't tell me that. He told me he wasn't training. And the day before, I... <laughs> fucking rat. Yeah. That but fucking the, Our fight went, was the first one to go the distance. Because every other fight... So the first fight, every, the atmosphere was like a comedy night. And the first fight was Phil Nichol against Tom Horton. And Tom knocked Phil. Not like unconscious, but knocked him out. TKO. And it changed the atmosphere to a boxing event. <gasps> from a comedy event. Because everyone's like, oh my God, they're not going to dick around. They're actually trying to... Yeah. Um, Tom, and Horton, then... Tom Horton's picture was on Facebook a few days after it. And he looked like he'd been boxing for... for 20 years. years. Yeah. And then the second fight was... Bobby May and Carl Donnelly. Right, well, that doesn't count. <laughs> no, but Carl knocked Bobby down. Fucking hell. So, and then Bobby was like, I've fucking turned up for the fight. That'll do. And I think the third fight was Matt Reed and Barry Dodds. And Matt knocked Barry down and Barry went, I've turned up. I got knocked down. I'll take that. Well, but they, they, the doctors had to see Barry afterwards, didn't they? Because they were worried about his heart rate. He was re he's, he's, he was and Barry's an intense guy and he's a thinker yeah. and, and he I mean he did it in a gold no was it like a pink onesie or something like what did yeah, he do yeah yeah like, he, he he basically sold what he would wear in the ring for sponsorship money so he was like if you sponsor like me a leotard. I'll wear whatever and it was a leotard thing and but he, the doctors were like mate you need to sit down they didn't let him just be like oh yeah you've done they actually yeah. had a look at him he said it was quite like he knew he wasn't right, he's, the adrenaline or whatever. He'd not been, it don't, from a concussion, I think he'd got himself so wound up that he was like... Yeah, I I can imagine that. And how then, were you before, in the build-up, the excitement? Um, Were you worried? No, not at all. And then I seen Elliot and I was like, he's trained like fuck, he, it looked like he'd grew a foot since I'd seen him. Because... <laughs> I hadn't seen him for like two years and when the last time I'd seen him he was 18 right. and he was now 20 which is a that's a a couple of years growth yeah 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 um, and he put weight on especially on his arms and stuff but I was like I've been in fights before more dangerous situations it'll be fine 
and then I'm too competitive right so he knocked me down in the first round and I stood fucking straight back up not like and I stood back up and the, the ref who ref every fight that night come over and he's like uh, are you done and I went fucking get out the way <laughs> and he went tell me where you are and I went Blythe Newcastle wait, wait, which one do you want we're near Newcastle we're in Blythe and he went okay carry on and I could have punched Elliot in the back of the head because he was celebrating <gasps> in his corner and I remember Milo McCabe was in his corner and so was Tom Horton and Milo's face dropped a bit because they thought he'd won because every other fight before us as yeah, soon as someone yeah, went yeah, down yeah, yeah. Everyone had just gone and Milo just enough. pointed behind Elliot at me and Elliot turned round and he shit himself a bit and then the second half of that first round I landed a few punches so even though I got knocked down they they marked it as a 10-9 to him the second round I got as a 10-9 he slipped after a punch of mine so it wasn't a knockdown but I convincingly won the second round including an uppercut that really caught him but and there's a photo I'll dig it out of my arm uh, and the, the day after I looked at my arm th- I'd burst all the blood vessels in my right bicep with that uppercut and I nearly took his fucking head off with it and in the third round I couldn't lift my right arm past my waist so I was defending and attacking with my left jab and my right arm was down by my side but I wasn't going to give up I thought I'd rather him knock me out than give up so the third round and there's a tape of it somewhere we're essentially just high-fiving <laughs> but in my head I'm like why is he not trying to kill me I can't move my arm so it goes in the last like 20 seconds he threw a few punches because like it was sort of like the energy in the room went up and it was like right this is the last bit and he landed like two or three on me and they were only soft because he had no energy left but it was enough for him to be given that round right so I think one judge called it a draw and two gave it to him, two one in rounds. But you've had it's been been a close fought thing and a, a proper effort. And afterwards I went to him, Why didn't you just twat me in the third round? I couldn't move my right arm. And he said, You were so close to knocking me out with that uppercut. I thought for the whole third round you were just preparing another one. Yeah, because your fist was down there. He thought I, he thought I had my arm down here. For when he come in, I could just go, fuck off. It was just that I couldn't move it. <laughs> Literally disabled, like... <laughs> yeah. And then we just went out and got hammered. My intention, because I didn't drink for like three months before the fight, was to, regardless of the result, as soon as the final bell went, climb through the ropes and go straight to the bar, take my gloves off and get two pints of lager. Right. and down them that's in my head that's what I was going to do I didn't calm down I couldn't have anything to drink apart from water for about an hour my heart was still racing for like an hour it was the best thing I've ever been a part of so that ra- racing heart is what ba- the doctors yeah. were like with fucking Barry. no one checked me <laughs> <laughs> amazing um, I, that's just not I just couldn't have done it it's just not but I, the story of it and it's not happened since, has it? It's not been replicated. No, we talked about it, but we've spoke about it a few times. There's still a Facebook group chat, which every year on the anniversary, when we get tagged in the Facebook memories, and that we all have a little chat. Um, 
and there was loads more comics involved that I haven't mentioned and we've spoke about it but we'd only do it again or they'd only do it again if there was a real real reason to do it right because otherwise the first one becomes less special the second one certainly becomes not special at all you're gonna you're, it's gonna be less money and it's gonna lose something in it wow good story mate that um, that's not been a normal one but just look around <laughs> look around look around at how fucked this room is right now we're not gonna put any pictures up just yet we're gonna wait till we're uh, flopping out our uh, podcast oh. big dick yes but thank you for listening to this I think this is episode 70 what a nice little bit of yeah you have to do something special for the under uh, is it 60 yeah no it's 70 isn't it so 70 is the one that when people are like when should I listen from <laughs> probably from when we're back in the studio <laughs> um, so every episode from now on we're going to be in the same room so I think it's worth saying thank you so much to everyone who's stuck with us through this fucking weird Zoom remote period. Yeah. Um, we know some of the episodes have been amazing. Some of them, I think, were probably better than the ones we did before because we got better at podcasting. But we've always said we'd be honest in this podcast. And there's been a couple where we've gone... I don't think we've, there's been any that's been shit, but there's been a couple where we're like... Not in the, just not just in the, the right headspace. Yeah. and Suffering the repetition and the shutdown. We're very, very grateful... Um, for all the support we've had so far as of next week or the week after the full episodes will be going on YouTube do us a favour go and subscribe to youtube.com slash have a word pod um, we've got a few hundred subscribers at the minute we need to be getting into the thousands we're going to start putting the full episodes on there we think that's going to mean we reach more listeners once we reach more listeners the pod will start making a bit more money. We can start getting bigger and bigger guests into the studio. Literally everyone you've asked for so far, we're going to contact them. Uh, we're going to try and get the biggest names in world comedy and in other fields into this place. We feel like we're going to be in a good position to be able to go, look, we've got something that other people haven't got here and come and hang out with us and have a laugh. Uh, but yeah, the, the YouTube is going to, it's going to really take us up to the next level. So if you're not already subscribed over there, we've only got a few hundred subscribers, but we've got like nearly 4,000 listeners. Get over there, get subscribed. Uh, please do that ASAP. I'll stick a song at the end. Yeah. <laughs> don't know which one. It'll probably be one of the Raptor Warhurst ones. We've got a few of those and we like them, don't yeah, we? Yeah, Lasher Raptor song on. Um, are you going to have time to do the Patreon list today or should we just do that Friday? Oh, Monday. What day is today? It's Friday. Oh, so we don't need to do it today. <laughs> I'm fucked, me Shall that. we decorate? Yeah, right. let's go and paint the wall. Mate, back in the studio, talking nonsense. I fucking hate jellyfish. I would say bye, Felicia, but I ain't fucking going anywhere. <laughs> Get the brushes out there. Don't stick them up your ass. Dirty <laughs> bastard. To my home. Let me introduce you to my bro. This is Bobby Rex and Rents. And they live just down the road. Down the road. we're always getting sashed up. And you wonder why my head's full. No, sure what this fuck is Glenn's love. We 
drinking from a sports direct smoke. We drinking from a sports direct smoke. The king of Sashley and behold. Check out my crown, look at my robe. Check out my crown, look at my robe. The town of rock and sex and trips. To take you to another zone. Another zone, another. Room spinning with an edge roll. Balloons kicking in and then some. There's only one place that will end up. We're off to Sesley Hand to get fucked. Oh, grabby shades, pot the case, I'm booked the flies. Back again, happy days, I'm looking fly. Dance away, happy face, I'm loving life. This way, I'ma stay another night. So grab your shades, pot the case, I'm booked the flies. Back again, happy days, I'm looking fly. Dance away, happy face, I'm loving life. Hide this way, I'ma Yo. stay another night. So goodbye, sorry, I must go. Sorry, I must tell go. my mother that her son ain't coming home. Tell her I'm with Rex and Ritz. I'm the postcards in the post Three days and we ain't slept once And you wonder why my head's full We ain't leaving till we spend up And I know just the place to get drunk The king of Sashley and behold Check out my crown, look at my robe Check out my crown, look at my robe Now who has got the legs of snip? Now who has got the legs of snip? I demand you share your coat You share your coat, you share your Now he's giving me an Ed Rose Power's kicking in and then so Fuck knows where we'll end up Somewhere with rhythm, Bobby Rex Again, happy days, I'm looking fly. Dance away, happy face, I'm loving life. Hide this way, I'ma stay another night. So grab your shades, pot the case, I'm booked the flies. Back again, happy days, I'm looking fly. Dance away, happy face, I'm loving life. Hide this way, I'ma stay another night.